Welcome to Victory Talk with Victoria. On this podcast, you will receive expert advice from Victoria Riolano, psychology professor and author of The Victory Walk, on how you can live a life that is winning. The life of defeat was never meant for you. So let's walk out our next victory in Jesus' name. All right, guys, so let's dig into this topic. Let's talk about what it means to be courageous. And so in my life, I spent a lot of time being fearful. If you name it, I was afraid of it. Clowns, dogs, puppies, walking across the street, getting in cars, driving in cars. I had a fear and a phobia for everything. And I definitely wasn't in a place where I was walking in courage. I was walking in a lot of fear. And so courage means to do something in spite of being fearful. One definition says to do something in spite of pain or grief. So courageousness can sometimes still be present even when you're feeling a little nervous about what you've been asked to do. And a lot of times when we think about courage and the Bible, we think about the big names, right? We think about Noah, we think about Moses, we think about Esther, but there's other people who are courageous too. What about Mary when she was told that she would birth the Messiah? She had to be courageous. What about Paul when he decided that he was going to go for what God told him to do and he was going to help to lead the churches and he was going to be the apostle to many, many people? He had to be courageous. And what about Peter when he decided, even though he had denied Jesus, he decided that, you know what, I'm going to pick myself up and I'm going to do exactly what God has called me to do. And I'm going to help lead many people to be saved. Paul was courageous. And if you think through your Bible, you'll find many, many instances of people who were courageous enough to be obedient to what the Holy Spirit was having them to do and who were courageous enough to step out and to be the first to be the trailblazers who has set the path for someone else. Someone has to be the first. And so what I want to ask you today is, is God calling you to be the first? Is he calling you to do something a little bit unusual? Is he calling you to do something that no one else thinks you can do? Because sometimes the one who will support you the most will be the one who gave you the vision, who is God himself. And so you have to get to a point where you trust that if God is telling me to do it, that's what I want to do. And even if I feel a little bit fearful, I can fall back on the fact that God is calling me to it. And therefore, it's got to be good. And so I want to equip you guys with five really quick things that you can do. Well, they're not quick. I changed that. These are five things that are going to take some time. They're going to take some perseverance. They're going to take some tough skin. But if you do these five things, I promise you that you'll start to see God's promises come true in your life. And you'll start to walk in that courageous boldness that you already have inside of you. You just need to tap into it. So number one, pray into it. Start praying into the vision that God has put into your heart. Proverbs 16, 9 says, The heart of a man plans, but the Lord establishes his steps. 1 John 5, 15 says, Look to the Lord in his strength. And so we know throughout the Bible, God tells us to trust in him, and he will make our path straight. He will show us exactly where we're supposed to go and where we're not supposed to go. Start praying to it. Pray for divine connections. Pray for strategy. Pray for wisdom. Pray for unique and witty ideas. 
Pray for something other people haven't even thought of yet. Pray for originality. Pray for creativity. Pray for stamina. Pray for all the things that you know you're going to need to carry you along the journey. And pray if this is even God speaking to you. Because we only want to do what God is speaking for us to do. Anything else is not going to end for your good. It may be good for a season, but eventually it won't sustain. And so pray about what God has called you to be courageous about. Number two, check your faith. And so faith is important. We see throughout the New Testament, Jesus is asking his disciples, where is your faith? And he's rewarding people for their faith. Even the woman with the issue of blood, he says, daughter, your faith has healed you. It is our faith that will open up the doors. It is our faith that will be the currency to bring down the promises of heaven onto earth. We have to activate our faith. We have to say, God, thank you for what you're going to do in advance. We have to believe even when no one else believes. We have to stand on God's promises. That's what we have to have faith in. You see, some of us have a whole lot of faith, We just have the faith in the wrong things, right? When I was a fearful person, I had a lot of faith. I just had faith that everything that I was believing in my head was exactly what was going to happen. But instead, I needed to have faith that if God said it, that was it. I need to have faith that God was going to protect me and take care of me. I needed to have faith that God would not set me up for failure. We have to have faith because it is by our faith that we'll be healed. It is by our faith that we'll be activated into what God has called us to do because our faith will keep us strong when people come against us and they say that this can't be something that we can do. We'll remember that if God says it, it has to be the case. It is our faith that will keep us and encourage us when we're starting to feel discouraged. Number three, you have to block the noise. There are a lot of people that will try to convince you that you're not good enough, that your past has disqualified you, and that you're not short enough, you're not tall enough, you're not black enough, you're not white enough, you're not wise enough, you're not educated enough. If there's something that people will try to convince you, they will do it. And even more so, sometimes we try to convince ourselves. Sometimes it's easier to talk ourselves out of something risky than to go for it. And so we have to block the noise. It's not just the noise from other people. Sometimes it's the noise within ourselves that tells us that we're not qualified to do what God has called us to do. So I encourage you to block the noise and to tune in to what God is saying. John 10, 27 says, my sheep know my voice. They hear it, right? He also says that his sheep knows his voice and a stranger they will not follow. We have to learn to follow God's voice. God's voice has to be the loudest voice that's ringing through our heads. And how do we do that? We do that by praying into it, right? We do that by spending time with the Father so that we can recognize his voice easily. And the thing is, God will never speak something to you to try to destroy you. He's going to speak things to you that's going to try to uplift you and try to steer you in the right direction. If you're hearing things from people or things in your head that's telling you that you're not good enough, I can assure you that God is not speaking. So we have to learn to tune in to the voice of God. Step four, get prepared. I'll say it again. Get prepared, stay prepared, and hone in your skills. We have to stop thinking that prayer alone is going to get us to where God is calling us to do. Could prayer alone get us to where God is calling us to be? Yes. Yes. 
But we want to be able to have the knowledge and the wisdom for us to be sustained there. We want to have the integrity to be able to be sustained in where God is calling us to do. So if God has called you to start a bakery, I should go to your house and see books on baking. I should hear about the cooking class that you took the other month. I should see that when you watch TV, that you're watching Chef Ramsay, that you're watching Cupcake Wars, that you're honing in your skills, that you're immersing your atmosphere in exactly what's going to be needed for you to be a baker because you're preparing yourself. If you've been called to be a pastor, you should be studying other pastors. You should be studying your word. You should be infiltrating your atmosphere with things that reflect who God's called you to be. Get prepared. You want it to be that when the opportunity is presented, you're ready. Don't be caught on the day of your opportunity without your tools in hand. Don't be caught on the day of your opportunity being unprepared for what God has called you to do. Part of being courageous is being courageous enough to take the first step into what God has called you to do. And so that brings us to number five. See your courage as a lifetime investment. Let me change that. See your courage as a generational investment. Let's think about it. What if Martin Luther King Jr. had not been courageous? What if the people that you admire and look up to right now in your life had not been courageous. The world is full of courageous people. Those are the people that you see on the cover of magazines. Those are the people who were trailblazers. And sometimes your courage is not going to be what gets you in front of the limelight, but your courage is going to be what makes people know that there's something different about you. Your courage is going to be what lets people know that there's someone you serve that they want a little piece of because you shine God so brightly that they want some of that. See your courage as an investment to yourself, but also see it as an investment to other people around you. Sometimes just seeing that you're doing it and you're stepping out and doing something courageous encourages other people to do the same thing. So see it as an investment. See it as a way for your children and your children's children to look back and say, wow, my mom or my father did what they felt like God told them to do, even when they were afraid. Do it afraid. Do it even if you're feeling a little nervous. Keep pushing through that fear because eventually it will turn into faith. Keep rehearsing. Keep speaking. Keep practicing. Keep going for what God has told you to do. Keep praying about timing. Keep praying about strategy. Don't stop going for what God has called you to do. Don't allow complacency to be your currency. Instead, allow faith to be your currency. Allow preparation to be what keeps you. Sometimes preparing isn't something that's outwardly as much as it is something that you're doing inwardly. Everybody doesn't have to know your process of how you're preparing. That's between you and God. He knows what you're doing to prepare. And in some seasons, your preparation may just be spending time with him. He'll let you know exactly what it looks like. That's why we have to do what? Stay tuned into what God is telling us in this season. And so, friends, I want to encourage you guys to walk in exactly what God has called you to do. It's going to take courage. It's going to take grit. It's going to take perseverance. It's going to take you stepping out and doing what God told you to do, even if no one else believes in you. Sometimes you're going to be the only person in the room who believes in your vision. And that's okay. Let the fruit of what you're doing, let the fruit of your work 
be what proves to them that you are onto something. Sometimes people won't believe it until after you do it, and that's okay. They don't have to believe it. As long as you believe it, and as long as you start stepping out into it, it'll all work out in the end, and people will start to see wow, they really went for what God told them to do and I'm proud of them. And that's going to give them that extra gumption to do it themselves. And so friends, I want you to walk in complete victory. And one way that you can do that is to walk in courage. Know that God is with you. And if he is with you, no one can be against you. He's going to be with you. He tells us to fear not for he is with us always. He is going to be with you always. When you're doing what he said for you to do and you're going in the right spirit, and the right motivation. He will not leave you. He will not cause you to be embarrassed. He will be beside you every step of the way, but it's going to take some courage. It's going to take some putting yourself out there and knowing that God has your back no matter what. So walk in courage, walk in victory, and walk in hope in Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning in to Victory Talk with Victoria. We pray this episode inspired you to win. For more on how you can live in complete victory, head to www.victoryspeaks.org and subscribe. You can also grab the new book, A Victory Walk, a 21-day devotional on victorious living on Amazon.com. May you walk out your complete victory in Jesus' name.